Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Move Fast, Lift Heavy Podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, co-host of MFLH Pod. Thanks again for tuning in. If you've been with us for a hot second, we greatly appreciate a subscribe and a rating. That will help us out with getting some more guests that you would love to have on the show. If you haven't yet, go to MoveFastLiftHeavy.com. You can get a discount on Train with CH, which is Christian Harris's exact CrossFit programming, or Pump with CH, which is more of a bodybuilding type of vibe that you can also do within a functionally based gym. You can also check out our gear, MFLH gear at MoveFastLiftHeavy.com. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. If you're new to the pod, welcome. Enjoy the episode. Later. We are here at the Move Fast, Lift Heavy Invitational. I'm sitting down with one of my favorite athletes. I'm actually very excited to do this interview. Um, Blaine McConnell. What's up, my guy? What's going on? Hey, listen, dude, I am a huge fan. Uh, A, you're extremely strong. Last time I saw you in 2019, I think you powered uh, 365 for the clean. I think I don't know if you I don't know if you hit the jerk on it. Did you hit the jerk on it? I don't no, I was starting just doing heavy power cleans at oh the end. Oh my god, man! I mean, extremely strong, freak athlete. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, this guy is a really good bobsledder as well. So let's just segue into like how you came to be a crossfitter, and then that segue into being a bobsledder. Um, yeah, I mean, I started doing crossfits probably 2014 mainly because I wanted to learn just the weightlifting movements. Like, I had been a football player in college, and we didn't really learn them. We, we did cleans and what stuff. What position but, did you play in college? I uh, started off as a running back and then moved over to safety. Wow. <laughs> what did you weigh at safety? Uh, about, well, my heaviest, I was around 230. <laughs> okay. Let's so, go continue. <laughs> so I wanted to learn the movements a little bit better, so I found a CrossFit gym. was just doing the weightlifting portions, and then you get suckered in to start doing the classes and ended up going with the team to regionals um, and then that just kind of like sent me down the path of like trying to be a CrossFit athlete. Uh, ended up going to the games in 2016. Pretty successful CrossFit athlete. I mean, <laughs> not to, you know, not to was, toot your own horn, but. I was alright. I wasn't <laughs> the best, but I went to the games in 2016 on a team. Um, we got sixth place then. Uh, that ended up bringing me out to San Diego. I was working for CrossFit Invictus, training yes, down there. Being in San Diego, there's an Olympic training center that's about 30 minutes south of Chula Vista. And my background, being someone stronger, more explosive, just naturally, like, word kind of spread that there's, like, bobsled tryouts coming out. So I just was like, yeah, let's go try it and see what goes on. Ended up doing well enough to get invited out, stuck with that, made the team my first year, and then did that for the last four years. And the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question, right? Um, what... What is it about bobsledding that's a little different than like track and field work? Because I think a lot of people kind of say it's, it's it's almost the same, but it's kind of not. I mean, obviously you got to have the, the the start off speed, but you're also pushing a, a machine. So right. Just like, shed some light on that. What what I like to say bobsledders are bobsledders are basically the world's largest sprinters. Like <laughs> yes. you look at some of these sprint athletes, like guys that go to the Olympics, they're like they're going to be 160, 180 pounds. Like maybe the top end guys that are a little taller might get up to 190. Yes, sir. Like those numbers would be not even looked at in terms of body weight and bob stuff. Like you got to be somebody who's 215, 220 minimum in order to be able to, because you got to push a 200 push kilo sled. Yes, sir. So, but we also need to be as extremely fast and explosive as we can over the course of like 30 to 45 meters. And some of the guys that we have, they can be like 230 pounds and they're Ooh. putting up competitive 30 meter times to like some of these Olympic sprinters. Like they're Sheesh. 
competing within that first. Obviously, they don't have that top end speed because we don't need to run that far. Yes, sir. But yeah, like we we hone in a lot more on the weight side than like an Olympic sprinter would. We do a lot more power work, a lot more like strength work in the weight room. Yes, sir. Um, just because the fact that we got to push a sled versus just running in a straight line. But th that would be like the main differences is like we're still sprinters. We're just very large sprinters in yeah, terms yeah. of the comparison there. I would say that. Um, <laughs> My, my biggest thing is like um, a lot of guys don't realize how much work goes into that, right? So like if, if there's anybody who's out there who's looking to get into uh, being a competitive athlete in the sport of bobsled, what would you tell that competitive athlete or that young, that young person looking to get into this sport? It's a, it's a grind, but it's a slow grind. Like very rarely, like I was fortunate enough where I tried out and I made the national team my rookie yeah. year. That doesn't happen very often for a lot of rookies. And that can be discouraging that you try to make the team and you don't make it. But there is, like, a development route that you can go that you can kind of get to the point where then, like, now you can start making a team and competing nationally and travel around the world and do that. But it's a grind. Part of it is it's a very niche sport, so you have to kind of learn the intricacies of, like, how to push a bobsled, like, what kind of training do you need to do to get better at X, Y, and Z. For sure. And it can be discouraging for some people that try to go out and they think they're a great athlete in whatever sport that they were doing previously, and then they may, may not make the cut. And that's not necessarily because they're not physically capable. They just maybe can't perform this task as well as other people because they haven't been around. Yes, sir. So you, you stick with it. You grind it out. You start learning, like, the technique of how to push a sled, and you start getting better at it. And then year two, you might get better. Year three, you might get better. Because really, in the sport of bobsled or any Olympic sport, you get to look at them in, like, windows of four years. Like, if you're not willing to commit a four-year period to, to really putting an effort into getting better and, like, trying to make that team then you're kind of selling yourself short because gotcha. Olympics only happen every four years and yes, anything sir. can happen in between that. And like the last four years I've been on the team, we've seen, you know, a thousand different scenarios go down. So at any point in time, it's, it can be the next guy who's ready. And if you already pulled yourself out because you didn't make the team one year, then you're not even going to get looked at. So yep. I would say like, and it goes for any sport really, like anything you're trying to get good at, like it's always going to be a slow grind. Nothing really comes quick to the majority of people. So you just stick with it. Don't get discouraged if things don't go your way. Just figure out, like, how can I get better and then just move in that direction. That's actually a great insight. Um, I think a lot of people would love to hear that because I don't know if a lot of people know what goes into being an elite athlete. Uh, another question I have is do you see yourself uh, segueing back into CrossFit, like, almost full-time? Uh, funny enough, I'm actually – I start that next week. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm so, talking about. This, would, this invitational was kind of like my last, like – strength cycle like training like i have been and then i transition back into the crossfit world next week i plan on doing the open i've already talked to people so we're gearing about, up for the 2023 season yeah what so what are we looking for in the 2023 season going in we're going indie we're going team what no we i'm a team guy okay I, awesome. I like going team i like training with people so if an opportunity that somebody wants to have me on their team comes up then i'm definitely going to be interested in, in anything that comes my way awesome source um but yeah i'm definitely a team guy i've already got people talking to me about doing waterpalooza and just doing some stuff like that so i'll be down there yeah so it'll be fun to kind of looking out for you man. knock the rust off and get back into it hey man love to hear it and yeah. last but not least what numbers are we looking to hit today at the invitation man so i haven't done an actual full clean and jerk since the last time we did the invitation <laughs> okay okay <laughs> just 2019 yeah so in bob said like we don't do clean and jerk. we do cleans and we do jerks but we've never we don't do clean and jerks gotcha so i mean from the last time i was here my prs have all gone up i've snatched 153 
I've cleaned 200. I've jerked 200. I haven't put that all together yet. Yeah. I don't know where I'm at. Like, honestly, I'm just here to bring the energy and, and get some vibes going today. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, you, you always bring that A1 energy, man. Yeah. So I, I expect nothing less. Yeah. So, the last, lastly, Joe was talking about some caffeine situation you got going on. <laughs> Let me hear this. So we were, we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, I, I made a joke. It's like, I'm going to go full push champs. So <laughs> what that means is every year for bobsled, you have to retry out and try to, like, make the team. Like, just because you made the team one year doesn't mean you're going to make the team next. Okay. And the season always starts off with push champs. And push champs is basically you go out there, and we have, like, this little test track, and you just push it. A push a sled and we, we try to figure out like who's pushing by themselves the fastest yeah and, but what some of the men's team will do is they get amped for the like this is the beginning of like trying out trying yeah. out again so i mean we call it going full push champs where i mean we got guys who will dry scoop a pre-workout and then mix another pre-workout scoop like taking six to nine hundred milligrams of caffeine oh, just geeked up if you've ever it's it's one of the most like energizing and intimidating things you've ever seen to see like a group of just guys who are 220 to 240 pounds just amped and ready to push this sled as fast <laughs> as they can it's like just being around that is a level of energy where like every it brings up everybody so that's kind of what i'm doing today. i'm trying to bring full push chance. yeah full push chance energy so everyone can come up with me oh man i love it listen blaine thank you for having this conversation with me man it's a pleasure it. talking to Thanks you for having one me, of man. my favorite athletes man. i appreciate that thank you